الحمدللہ 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 نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له من يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصلى الله عليه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فنعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فقال الله تعالى في القران الكريم يا ايها الذين امنوا اصبروا وصابروا ورابطوا واتقوا الله لعلكم تفلحون صدق الله العظيم my beloved brothers and sisters we praise allah we thank allah we praise, we thank, we lovingly appreciate Allah, and thus we say, Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu, we praise, we thank, we lovingly appreciate Him. Wanasta'inuhu, we seek His help. Wanastaghfiruhu, we seek His forgiveness. Wanu'minu bihi, wanatabakalu alayh. We believe in Him and we trust and rely upon Him. And we seek refuge with Allah from the wrong within ourselves and the wrong actions in our actions. And whomever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whomever Allah lets astray, none can guide. And we bear witness that there is no ilah but Allah. There is no master but Allah. We are servants to none but Allah. There is no God but Allah. And we seek from Allah to shower his blessings upon his servant and messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and many more, and many more, kathiran kathira. And my beloved brothers and sisters, I ask you the exact same questions that I ask every single time I stand here before you, and that is for you and I to take a look, take a look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what is changing? Compare yourself with the end of Ramadan. Compare yourself with the beginning of Ramadan. Our boot camp, our annual very intense, intense period. Look at where you are today in your relationship with Allah in your heart. Look at where you are today in your relationship with your family and your friends. Look at where you are today in terms of our society and our world. And compare where things have changed from the beginning of Ramadan to now. And if that's too short of a period of time, compare where things have changed from a year ago to now. Because one of the, fun the fundamental functions of Deen is transformation. One of, the, one of the functions of religion is transformation. Why? I am at one level, but if I want to get to, the, to paradise, or if I want to get to the top level of paradise, I need to change things within myself. And that is transformation. Every religion talks about transformation. Our deen especially talks about transformation. And then from there, the question becomes, how do we change? We often give the example of alcohol, in terms of its abrogation in the Qur'an, as well as the ayat on fasting in the Qur'an. And you and I know about alcohol, sometimes we don't speak as much about the fasting process over the seerah of the Prophet, peace be upon him, over his life. But we all know that first the ayat came down telling us, telling the Muslims, telling the Sahaba, may Allah be pleased with them, that there is benefit in khamar and maisir, there's benefit in grape wine, and in these games of that we would today call chance, but the sin outweighs the benefits. So, and then sometime later, we received ayat. The Prophet, peace be upon him, received an ayah. This is collected today in Surah An-Nisa, 
Do not come drunk to prayer. Meaning you need to know what you are saying. And there's a story this is connected to with a company of companions who were drinking alcohol because it was not prohibited. And when they were, when they were in Salah, the one who was leading Salah, switched around to ayat of Surah An-Nas. And then elsewhere, the Prophet, peace be upon him, received this ayah. And thus, from that point, they were told, do not be intoxicated when you are praying. And then as you and I know, the third, which is found in Surah Al-Ma'idah, uh, Al the fifth surah, that khamar, that alcohol, is the filth of shaitan, meaning don't even come near it. Okay. Meaning that even the schools of law say that if you had grape wine and you poured it upon yourself, it would break your wudu. It's the filth of shaitan. But that's not the point I'm making here. The point I'm making here is that in the greatest of generations, the generation of the Sahaba, may Allah be pleased with them, how was alcohol removed? The step-by-step -step process. And this is an important point for you and I to know when we're speaking about change. And then likewise, how was fasting implemented? The same step-by-step -step process. First, this is in Al-Baqarah. In fact, these ayahs are all in Al-Baqarah toward the end, about two-thirds of the way, I should say, in, uh, of Al-Baqarah, where first the Prophet ﷺ is being told that fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you may get taqwa. So fasting has been prescribed. And then the next instruction was to fast for a certain number of days. And at that time, what were the Sahaba instructed to do? And Allah knows best, what were they instructed to do? To fast what we call the white days. Those are the days in the middle of the month. Imagine you are in Arabia. There's no light pollution like we have. There's no noise pollution like we have. And so when it's nighttime, it is dark. But in the middle of the month, when the moon is full, when things are bright, those were called the white days, which are usually the 13th, 14th, and 15th of every lunar month or the 14th, 15th, and 16th. And so that was their prescription to fast. And then after that, fasting in the month of Ramadan, which is what we have, mashallah, just completed, making up to, uh, after that the fasting of the white days being nafal. And what is the point? Three steps again. The first step in both cases, alcohol and fasting, is education. What is the benefit of fasting? It is taqwa. What is the risk of alcohol? What is the risk of gambling? There is benefit in there. You can get rich gambling, but you're probably not going to get rich. Right? There are studies that show the benefits, I don't know if they're still valid, of the benefits of red wine. Okay? There are benefits in those things, but the sin outweighs the benefit. And in Sharia, if something is prohibited, then you can be sure that it is also harmful. And then what is the second step? Some limited amount of discipline in the case of alcohol. Don't come drunk to prayer, which means what? That the only time you'd be able to drink would be nighttime, because the prayer times would be too close together for you to drink in the daytime. And in the case of fasting, limited discipline, fast during the white days. And then the third step, complete practice. Stop alcohol completely, or in the case of fasting, fast fully in the month of Ramadan. Of course, if you're sick, suffer and so on, or traveling, then you make it up later. What am I saying, my beloved brothers and sisters? Focus even more and more on your own personal transformation as well as figuring out how. One of the biggest industries in publishing in our society are books related to business as well as self-help. 
And both of those overlap, especially in addressing how, what does it take for a person to change him or herself. There's a really nice book that I'd recommend. Either read the executive summary or the whole book called The Power of Habits by Charles Duhigg. And he analyzes how do you make a habit happen? How do you break habits? And he also makes the point that our industries focusing on big data have figured out algorithms to figure out almost everyone's practices. What are their habits? And they get so refined. He gives the example of Target, the store that is so invested in studying algorithms through big data that they can figure out when you're pregnant. They've noticed that when women start buying cotton swabs, that almost always mean means that they're pregnant. And then there's a funny story in the book, maybe not funny, where Target then started sending coupons to women who were buying cotton swabs related to diapers, related to other pregnancy, pregnancy vitamins and such. And a man walked into his local Target store saying, my daughter's in high school, why are you sending her coupons for pregnancy-related items? And the store manager uh, apologized. And then the man came back a few months later saying, yeah, my daughter is pregnant. What am I saying, my beloved brothers and sisters? You and I are creatures of habit. Many of these are predictable. Many of these are constructed from generation after generation. Many of these come from living life year after year after year. And habits are so deep inside ourselves that the Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, believe a man or believe a person has moved a mountain before you believe that a man has changed himself. Because it is easier to move a mountain than it is to change yourself. This is found in the Thirmuthi collection narrated by Abu Huraira. May Allah be pleased with him. So what am I saying, my beloved brothers and sisters? Take a look at yourself. Take a look at your habits. Because that's what we struggle to break. Now let's take a moment and ask Allah for forgiveness. We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala and we seek blessings on the Prophet So, finishing off, when we speak about habits, there's one specific thing that I'd like each and every one of us to focus on more and more and more. And that is excellence in what we do, perfection in what we do, attention to detail in what we do. Perhaps it's fitting in the wrong way that I arrive late for Jummah because that completely contradicts what I've just instructed us to do. That, when we are promising to start something, we should start exactly on time. When we're promising to end something, we should end exactly on time. And you can see the condition of the Ummah by looking at the way we take care of our houses of worship. If our houses of worship are the most sacred places in our world, then you can see the condition of what's taking place in our hearts by looking at how well we take place of our hearts, uh, how well we take care of our hearts of worship. So think about whatever Islamic center it is that you might go to outside of this room. Okay. And ask yourself, when you think of that place, is that a spotlessly clean, perfectly clean place? Are the washrooms in that place spotlessly clean, perfectly clean? If the answer is no, then you have a hint of what is the condition of the hearts of the people in that community.
And if I'm part of that community, you have a hint of what is taking place in my heart. If we are not taking place, taking care of the most sacred of our spaces. And what else does that become a hint of? If we're not taking care of our sacred space, you can be sure we're also not taking care of what our tongue states and what our tongue receives. Good. And so what else am I saying? What is the first step towards this practice of excellence? Take control of your tongue. We all know this. I have to say this almost every single week, especially speaking to undergrads. But say things that are only of benefit. Good. Which means what? Gossip, bad language, even slang. Try to keep at a minimum. Take control of your tongue. Because people don't care if you make your prayers. That is between you and Allah, and that's something you have to do. But people will recognize if you have good character. People will recognize if you have attention to detail. People will recognize if you are upright and excel in the things that you're doing. And that becomes better da'wah than quoting ayat. That becomes better da'wah than saying, yeah, Islam has offered this 1,500 years ago, but now we're doing it here. What am I saying, my beloved brothers and sisters? That you and I know that the Prophet wasallam, what did he say? He said, I did not come except to perfect character. What, is, what are one of the big problems that we have in our society today? It is the corrosion of character, the increase of corruption in our society. Whether we speak of what's happening in our communities or whether we're speaking in our uh, general political environment or even our business environment. And what do we need to keep things sustained? Good character. To the point that even scholars of history say that you do not need Islam to have a vibrant polity. You do not need Islam to have a successful state. But no state will succeed with corruption. And where does it all begin? In the character of each and every one of us. And so my hope is that the Muslims on campus and the Muslims in our society develop that reputation that we are a people of upright character. That that is our norm. Because you and I know what that is the norm right now. The norm right now is people across the country think that the default is the terrorist and that you and I, the peaceful people, are the exception. And you know that's ridiculous. The more people see that we are a people of hardcore character, all that stuff goes by the wayside because we can become a people that people can trust. That is exactly what the Prophet was, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, not just for the Muslims, but also for the cultures. So with that, I remind you of what Allah Ta'ala states about the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The simple translation in English is indeed, 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 Allah and his angels send blessings upon the Prophet. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O you who believe, send blessings upon him. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi, ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallim. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallim. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallam. O Allah, we call upon you with all of your names to shower your blessings upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and upon his family and upon the companions and extend blessings and peace upon them all. Rabbana atana fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina athab al-nar Our Lord, our cherisher, our sustainer, grant us the best of this life and the best of the hereafter and protect us from the fire. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Qim as-salaam.